Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, the style psychologist, leader of all things luxury and of the Soft Girl Society, Sinet Nicole. And if you're listening, you are very fortunate because you're tapped in to the best podcast there is, Sinet Nicole Approved. And this is episode two, part two of my interview with Harlem's own fashion war veteran, the Kells Barnett. A little, a little bit. Um, you know, we both from Harlem. That's why I wanted you to be my very first guest because I have to start at home, Harlem. Um, what does Harlem mean to you, real quick? Like, if you could put it into a sentence. Oh man, I know it's hard, but no, I, I love that question, yeah. and I always have a different answer. Harlem to me means um, history, pride, and family. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what Harlem means to me. It's the mecca for me. It's everything. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's really dope, and I, it's dope that the world appreciates it and people come to visit it. Okay. And some sometimes the, the blocks you the, the same blocks you walking down is so historic, and you to you it's just a block. You like okay, oh, shit, this, right? But it's yeah. it's my we are monumental. The it fact really that we're is, not man. even a borough, but we right. Are well respected right, amongst right, the boroughs. Right. Is something. Speaking of boroughs, right? We're going to skip ahead. <laughs> List the most stylish boroughs in order in New York City. Oh man! <laughs> oh, um, of course Harlem is first. Period. Oh, and everybody is. I don't even. I, and then everybody else. And then everybody else. <laughs> Call them and then everybody. Else. Yeah, I, like, no, seriously, if you just quickly, if you could think out, uh, us and then oh, who's, who's second? Um, most the flyest outside of us. Damn. Oh, that's <laughs> a good question. Good question, right? Because it's like it's like certain boroughs is fly for mm-hmm. different reasons. Overall flyness. We're going for overall flyness. I would say Harlem first, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. I was gonna say Brooklyn as my second. Um. I would say the Bronx, Queens, Staten Island. I agree with that. I would agree with that yeah. order because <sighs> what Queen, the Queens thing, does the most. With, with money, with every time I think about Queens fashion, I just always think of Mets colors. That, that, that's seems like that's I think the of Jimmy Jazz and like Jamaica Avenue and. But is is I think is, I think is, 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 like the the <laughs> store doesn't matter. What I'm realizing is. We all can shop at the same store. What we decide to do in that right. store is different. Yeah. Every time I think a dude from Queens, I <laughs> automatically think he has on something Mets colors, and that's usually like that's that's the height of their fashion sense. It's, aye, aye, aye. And it's aye. funny. I know, I know dudes gonna hear this. All oh, my Queens dudes gonna be like, come on, B. But, but they, they're they not know. your dudes, but most dudes from Queens overall give the same. But thing. everybody, you know, I'm always say Harlem, and Period. I'm from. I think I'm the flyest motherfucker in the world, and I'm from Harlem, so it's like. Period. Yeah, like. And there is that. Yeah. Um So there you have it, Kel's list of flyest girls <laughs> in order. <laughs> you already know he was gonna say first. Um, what is what is one of the hardest lessons you've learned thus far throughout your journey? Not necessarily uh, in fashion, but just overall. Um. That integrity, integrity is a different definition to everybody. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's, real. that's something even in the last few years that I've learned is just is a very hard lesson for me that um, integrity is just different for different people. Okay, that is true. Um, and then how you deal with said person's right. you know level of integrity is how you deal with it. Um, what does luxury mean to you? And the follow up question would be. Does designer equal dope? And the reason why I say that is because this podcast is based on luxury, life lessons, mm-hmm. you know, love and fly shit. That's the judge. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like 
for me, luxury is a state of mind. It's mm. not necessarily um, a designer or monetary items. I luxuriate. I've been luxuriating my life since I came out of my mother. It's just a, a Harlem mm. state of mind. Is it's all I know, right? right. Luxury is self care to me. So what right. does luxury mean luxury to you? Luxury to me means happiness. Okay. So like, you ever put on a fucking outfit and you're like, damn, this shit is it, man. Yeah. Like, and it yeah. could be from anywhere. I bought right. outfits from H and M, and you're like, damn. Like, right. If the outfit make you feel like you on fucking on top of the world, is luxury. If right. something in your home, what's crazy is I what I what I do wish is I wish our culture took more pride or not more, just as much pride in their home as they do their fashion. Thank you. I think to me, luxury is happiness, but I really wish more people took luxury that adopted luxury into their home. Okay. I do wish that for our, for my, our people. Like, I do really too. Do, yeah. I feel like home decor excites me. I think the older I get, the more right. I want to do that. Right. Like I've been on dates talking about like I want the Calcutta marble Ooh. and I want you know Damn. what I want my house. Don't, that's my <laughs> shit. Like I want a big red run yeah. tub. I want you know a red tub. A, a rev run tub. You know how oh, rev run used to sit yeah, in the tub yeah, yeah, yeah. on the blackberry. Like that's my dream. I thought life. you said red tub, but I was like, damn. No, a red tub fly. might be flat. A red tub right. might be flat. <laughs> I might get the marble, you know, a sitting tub, yeah, a really big, deep, custom, like, custom for your body. I want to sit in a tub every morning and text inspirational this is why I say that luxury is happiness. Like, how does it make you feel? Exactly. Unfortunately, when you say with the fashion, with the design, Uh some people equate luxury to name brands. Okay. And that can be your thing. I do love name brands. Yes. But more importantly the name brand, I love pop culture. Uh-huh. So it just so happens that all of these name brands, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Fendi, these things are part of pop culture. Right. So it's not that I necessarily love name brands. I love pop culture more represents. than I love yeah. name brands. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some brands that really make me happy. Like Louis Vuitton really makes me happy. It, 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 me it, too. It's luxury to me. Vintage Gucci really makes me happy. Like just seeing it, even if it's not something I would wear. I'm like, I love old Chanel. Don't even get me started on Chanel. It really makes me feel good. I would rather a vintage, and it's so crazy because I would rather a vintage bag, like a Chanel bag, because I know the meaning behind it as me being a student of fashion, than a brand, brand new one. Although I won't turn away a brand new one. It just so happens that these are named brands, Mm -hmm. but you got to understand that these are also staples in history. Thank you. So people are are buying into a a history of a name Mm -hmm. more than most people. There are some people who buy Dior just because it's expensive. Right, right, right. But then there are some people buy Dior because of the history like this right. is a, this is a right this house. is what it right and and also the ability to have like to me my bags are a work of art and i think that a right. lot of people especially guys like to me wardrobe my wardrobe is a work of art right and so i feel like i think a lot of guys think that when i say i want a bag it's not it, it's for the history of it like right. i've done the work i know right. my bags inside i'm a connoisseur of fashion i'm a student yeah. i'm a lover so it's not about what you think it's about it's right. not about the monetary value it's about what it means and to a, me. a lot of times those things like name brands are trophies of mm-hmm. style uh-huh so it's like i'm doing this because i'm a stylish person right like the gucci and north face collaboration that they mm-hmm. had i really enjoyed it did you um, i, I didn't did love the collaboration i enjoyed I the, 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 the coats i enjoyed like I'm, I'm trying to get one of them um like one of the coats and I know people are gonna see like I'm only wearing it because it's Gucci. No, no, I like this coat. Right. I love like Margiela. It, it I just do so love happened Margiela. that it's name brand, but I love 
their take on fashion. Yeah. I love a lot of stuff that Tom Ford was doing for Gucci, and mm -hmm. I didn't love it because it was Tom Ford doing this for Gucci. You I loved, loved it because it was he... dope. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, I love a lot of Karl Lagerfeld stuff. And I like, do too. He's like a real, a real superhero to me. But it's funny. I'm always been interested in Karl Lagerfeld, not because of fashion for who he was. His story. Same thing yeah. with Andre Leon. I was, about to, I was just about to say, right. I love Andre for his story, and a lot right. of people don't know his story. It just so happens that he's I'm the flat house in right. fashion. Right. But see, what's dope about Carl Lagerfeld to me, and this is so crazy, he wore the same exact thing for damn near 30 years. And we right. and nobody and ever said he wasn't him. fly. Right. That was intentional. He intentionally right. did that. Same thing where as is, loony as people think he is, the reason why Kanye West dresses oh, so wild now is because he knows, why do I even have to try? Right. I remember when he first started doing it, he wore Dickies to the Met Gala. And he yes. said, what he said in an interview, and it's funny, nobody talks about this. He said, regardless of what I wear, I'm always going to get the most press. Period. Right. Why even kill myself? He could easily get Tom Ford any things to design for him because you get so enthralled into the person. That's why Andre Leon Talian, did you see the documentary, The Gospel According to Andre? Yes. So good. It was really, it's really, really good. And people yes. just you just randomly see him in places, don't realize. Yo, he was the number two for almost every mega house. He is he is the he is the standard the blueprint the right. catalyst like people didn't give him his flowers what? until no no I I do think pe one I do people think like he, us but I feel like though no I I do I do feel like he he could have got a little more to me I mean we I always like we always can get more but I do feel like he got his flowers and two I know it's for a fact he knew he 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 received he knew he received his flowers. Like, if you ever talked to, like, he knew who he I was. I met him at church once at Evanston. Right, randomly. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what, like, church. he would be randomly in Harlem. Yeah, just and, I and I love that about him. Right. That, you, that he, again, similar to you, reachable, boots he on the ground. He was very reachable. Very, very you, much of the people. If you DM'd him, he would, you'd be like, oh, if you, I remember, I, I remember a, a friend of mine was having a book signing. Mm -hmm. And he seen him somewhere say, you come to my book signing. Yeah. And this was, like, weeks apart. And without a reminder, Andre walked. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, he would come magical. to your restaurant. Yo, he would be like in home, just walking. Everywhere. Like, what the yeah. Fuck? Like, yeah. He was very reachable. And what I love about Andre's story is that he wasn't royalty. He made himself Self royalty. He was yeah. from the fucking south. Yo. He was not. I'm actually reading in uh, the Chiffon trenches again right now. He was yeah. so dope that he <laughs> created his life. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about right now is you can create your life. Yeah. You can create your team. You could do whatever the fuck you want, but you got to do it. He did the work. Yeah. He did the work when it was very hard. He was the only black person in the right. trenches. In a, in a different time. Too. And he was the a tall black man. A tall black man. From America, right. going across countries, across seas, and fucking changing fashion. Like he determined what was hot, and he was not from royalty. Okay. That's so dope. About okay, him. that part, like rest so, in peace. So he is look like he people like him are a luxury to me. So yes. it's like sometimes you become so powerful that you are luxury. Andre Leon Talley is luxury. Like Tom Ford, the person is luxury. Absolutely. Right? Like Anna Wintour is luxury. Absolutely. As crazy as Kanye West is luxury. Pharrell is luxury. Pharrell is luxury. Kanye West is a method to his madness. I know what he's doing. I get it. Like I know it, but it is, it's annoying. You it's just wish you didn't do me. it. I just, I just know. I just feel. I can't. Far be it for me to control. You know, whatever makes him happy. I can't tell him how to present to the world. Right. But I just know that, like. 
I just feel like he's also selling himself short. Like his genius and who he is. It's okay. just I do feel like I just I think that my expectations of how he started, I thought that's how he was going to continue to But present. you know what's, what's, change what's interesting happen. what's interesting about that and this what what I, what I love talking about this is if you look at if you look at the history of a person, most people don't change. Kanye West didn't change. He's always been who he was. It's just that now he has the more opportunity access. Presented itself right. for him to be that. If you like, if you look at Genius Netflix, he's always been that. No, that was chaotic. a profound. No, he has. Right. He has always been against the grain. Now his level of success is different, and it allows. Right. Yeah. So, like Tyler the Creator, like as another example, he's always been eccentric. It's just that now that he's getting bigger, you think he's even more. No, he's no, always right. been that person. I agree. Pharrell has always been that person. Andre 3000 oh, yeah. has Love always him. been eccentric. Yeah. But once they get to a certain stage, like, why is Andre 3000 wearing a dress? Right. He was wearing that stuff. Right. He just and, now has the opportunity to be on a bigger platform right. doing it. And it, it, so a lot of these different eccentric characters that we have... Is as is, is wacky as you think they are, they are shaping what we view oh, as luxury, right? And hip-hop really has changed the world. And what I really love about hip-hop is that we actually define more of what luxury is mm -hmm. than luxury brands. Okay. Right. So, yeah. like, all of these different things, like, like hip-hop has kept Gucci alive. Hip-hop has kept Louis Vuitton alive. Period. Hip-hop has offered just different things to the world where... These brands didn't realize their own power right. until hip-hop took it in. And you cannot, no brand in the world can be successful without a co-sign from hip-hop. Period. No brand. And that's why it's so important for us as a part of, even though we're not musicians, as a part of the culture to like take autonomy over that, right? And but to see, have agency over like how that moves. Right. And you said it right. Like even, like I'm not in music, but I do consider we are myself of the a culture. hip-hop culture. Absolutely. Because hip-hop is, so most people think hip-hop is rap. Right, no. Hip hop is a culture like right. if you do it's graffiti, the visuals, if you do everything. art, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are teachers who are hip hop. You right. know what I mean? There are preachers who are hip hop. Absolutely. There are uh, uh, politicians, lawyers. Right. Hip hop really is a culture, but nothing is successful without the cosign from hip hop. Literally nothing. I agree with that. I totally agree with that, and I totally think that's why the whole Gucci debacle, which we won't get into today, maybe another time, <laughs> another episode. Because I, I know your thoughts on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be too controversial today about that whole. Right. You know, Gucci, House in Harlem, ah, 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 but shout out to Dap. We love Dap. Um, so, speaking of that, what do you feel is the current state of black fashion, in your opinion? Man, um... Can you give me a sense of the you don't gotta... Wow, that's a good question. Yeah. I think the current state is, is wide open. Mm -hmm. And I made a tweet, and I always think about this, a couple years ago, I gotta look at the date. I do feel there's gonna come a time where black fashion houses are going to dominate. Because we are inevitable. Mm -hmm. uh, because of hip-hop, because of our culture, because of the way we talk, because of our influence on the world. Black people, and not just black people, people of color, period, right. are inevitable. Right. What I do love is that more fashion houses are heading um, black designers as the creative director. Yes. But it's inevitable. Yeah. It's, so it, it's, it's weird. Like, I understand affirmative action and let's get diversity, but some people are, are inevitable. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so affirmative action aside, the thing about being black is that we have to work ten times as hard for the same job. Or half that we, as much. <laughs> right, for half as much. 
So even when we get in just on a, based on the color of our skin, everywhere there's a black person because of the color of our skin, we deserve to be there. Period. Because we had to do 10 times more work to get there. That part. I've never, I've ne and it may exist. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I've never, never come across anywhere that a black person is in charge that they got to because... They're competent. It was handed to them. No, no we right. don't get handed. I haven't experienced anything. that either. <laughs> so it's funny when, like, let's say Barack Obama is, is running for fucking president. Oh, because he's black. Like, if you look at what he had to do, he really fucking worked. Black people don't get handed nothing. Nothing. When Not we get something, thing. we're overqualified right. for it. Right, right. We like, be doing better than right. that but we just got so that. it's nice to get it so right. yeah so i do feel like the state that we're in at one point i do feel they're going to be more black fashion houses uh -huh. they're going to be more black um creative directors at the big fashion houses that currently exist what's dope about social media is opened up the world you can be successful without a cosign from anyone now I love when you go to a person page you never heard of them. They got a hundred thousand followers. You're like I never heard of this fucking brand. It could be somebody from New York. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like you could blow up overnight. What's dope about blowing up overnight is once you blow up, you can stay hot. Yeah. It's not like back in the day you blow up overnight then you whack like fifteen minutes is up. <laughs> I've seen people blow up overnight and they hot. Right. Because if you if you talented as a black designer, you're always going to be hot. Right. And what I enjoy about it is seeing people blow up. And we talk about this in my group chat. I love seeing somebody blow up overnight. You just see the social media numbers. Go. And it's so inspiring. And I always oh, feel like shit. I love that I was on top of things before. Like, even with the black-owned handbag thing. Right. Like, I was on it, and now I'm seeing everybody else get on right, it. And right, I think right. it's great, but I want everybody to stay on it, too. You know, what's dope to me about that is that the, the, the black luxury handbag, uh -huh. the male designers. They're all male designers. That's like, so, that one right there is a male designer. That's so wild And to it's me. so crazy. Um... That was a gift um, or whatever that was flown in for me from um, from Canada. Dope. And it's crazy that I had mentioned it, and I'm like, oh, if you love me, give me you know, you know how you put <laughs> on your little right. stories. And if I, you love me, give me a da da da, and I got it. I and love juxtapositions like, like that, where it's male designers designing for women, and then there are women designers who lead male fashion houses. Yeah, like that's so dope to me it's because so it's, awesome. it's it's so like all over the place, and it's so it seems like chaotic, but it's really. I was about not. to say it seems chaotic, but to <laughs> me, I love the fact. Right. All, all of the black-owned handbags that I have are by mail. And yeah, then it goes are. back to luxury. Like, if you know luxury, I feel it like... Matter. I feel like anybody could design for any gender, any I sexual orientation. Yeah. If you If it's... If you know it's dope, it's dope. It doesn't matter what you are or where you're from. Like, my goal is to design a capsule collection specifically only for males. Right. Now, let me ask you this. We talk about the state of black fashion. At one point, there's going to be powerful black fashion houses that are going to be hiring white creative directors. Right. And that's going to, that's when we, like, we made it. When we're right. able to now put on other races. Because usually. Yeah, but we'll we, wait on that. No, we could wait on that. But what's <laughs> do, what I'm saying about it is that it's dope that. We, when we create our fashion houses, usually all black. Yeah, of course. But we're really gonna come into our own. Now we deter determine who's Ooh, getting put yeah, on, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. You feel me? For sure, and that goes back to the gatekeeping. You know, the yeah. positive aspect right. of the gatekeeping. That but I do feel like saying. in a few years we are going to be. We are already the gatekeepers of fashion. But in a few years, we're really going to be owning these gates that we're keeping. I love that. I love that as a response. So I have. Okay, we're going to play the game in a second. I have two more questions. Um, 
So for me, like my part of my brand and my fashion brand is I'll always tell like anybody that I work with styling or whatever that I want you. My goal as a stylist is for you to tell your most authentic style story. That's how I start out every interaction, every that's that's my judge. Right. Okay. So if you could tell your style story in two sentences, what would your style story say? Wow, my style story. Yeah, and that's a Sonette Nicole, soon to be copywritten. Okay, my <laughs> style story. Yeah, what is Kel's style story? So, man, my style, I just like being fly. I want to feel fly. I want that <laughs> shit to feel sexy. Um, so my style story just be dope shit. I, dope shit, fly, sexy. All that fly shit. All that's that just all shit. I want. But it, it, I just, so that means that if I make some fly shit, you going to wear it? Yeah. If I make some fly shit and you my first male, like, walking mannequin, like, fly shit. If it's fly, if it's fly, fly I'll wear, wear it. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so I don't want to hear nothing when I be like, hey, I made this. But if it's not fly, like, I'm, I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> no, it's going to be simplistically chic. Okay. Sure. okay. I'm, I'm going to give you something. Because so, I know you like to put on. And right. I know you like me. You like to accessorize. So I'm going to give you something real, a clean canvas. So you could right. razzle-dazzle yeah. that shit. So you know what I'm saying? Shit you know, up, you know, I, know I know your, I know your judge. <laughs> I know your style. Right? Okay, so what's your favorite piece right now that you own? And your least Ooh. favorite piece? I don't have no least favorite piece. Or a, just a piece that you would never wear again. Okay. Oh. Uh, wow. So your favorite and one you never wear. My again. favorite piece. Right now in the in the in the archives of Kells. Is a, actually is a blue pinstripe suit I designed. Ooh. Um. Was that dark blue? I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I wore it on Father's Day. Yeah. I made my son dope. Uh, match an outfit. I love pinstripe, man. Like. Everybody know, man, it's morbid as so, it sounds. problem renaissance. It's when I pass away, man, if I'm not in a pinstripe suit and my, and my motherfucking casket, <laughs> I'm coming back. No. And motherfuckers. And I want, so I, my, what I will say is my style story is I like monotone. So I'll wear a pinstripe suit, a pinstripe, the shirt, everything is the same material. Mm-hmm. And and I think I kind of invented that. I ain't gonna even lie, man. Like okay. I, I, I never really seen anybody do that, and I just always thought it was dope because it's not supposed to be dope. All right. So even if I wear a wool suit, I want all one oh, fabric. I want yeah. the shirt tied, everything, everything one fabric. Yeah, because I think just I think one fabric just looks so dope. My least favorite piece, I don't know what the. F- <laughs> okay, well, Peach, you just was like, ah, that's a one and done, a one off. I'm I mean, never gonna wear back, it. Like, from back in the day, probably baggy jean shorts. Right, yeah. it could be anything. Oh, baggy jean. I don't. I look at old pictures. You'll never wear baggy jean shorts again. Oh, he- what if, if it, it comes back? No, it, to me, no. It, I remember so it's funny. So you hoochie daddy shorts from here on out? I'm OG hoochie daddy shorts. You so, like 1980s right. basketball hoochie daddy so shorts? So to me, to me, when <laughs> when I see somebody when I back in that when I used to see like in the 80s the guys with the short shorts, I yeah. always associated that with having money and success wow and i associate shorts below the knees is some bum shit some, some bummy bum shit <laughs> but it's funny when i used to do it i never thought it was fly and then i look at pictures like why the fuck did it? i'm like the <laughs> fact that that was the style is crazy so is when crazy. i started wearing shorts above the knee people was joking like yo what the fuck but i've always remember from the 80s the tennis players yeah the guys with money affluent men would wear them and yeah you, you looking like st- uh lifestyles of the rich and famous mm-hmm. the, the shorts were always above the knee i've always associated that with success I'm not necessarily rich but I always associated that with success and happiness mm. above them. And it just looks like you. The symbolism is important. Right, like it, how really we is. Do things, it really is. It really is. The symbolism is really important. And I think. That's the, like the reason you why. You might have been the first. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even gassing. No, for, I 
you might have been the first dude I seen comfortable with yeah. his coochie daddy shorts before it was a thing. And I, I started wearing that one, you know, because I got height on me. So, uh, and I never want to wear shorts to determine my my height to determine what I'm gonna wear. Because right, most right, tall right. dudes won't wear short shorts because they're so they're tall. Yeah, or certain pants, certain cuts. Right, yeah. but I'm like, yo, fuck it. So I, I just one summer just came my thighs out, man. And now, <laughs> and now, now it's a thing. Yo, now it's a in. thing, man. But I, I I appreciate that. I love seeing dudes try it. It just looks clean to me. It looks. It great. does look a little cleaner. Especially when they have the 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 the, the, the shorts above the knee with the high socks pushed mm -hmm. down. Like, That's I love a thing. It. it really looks good. You know what? My favorite one of my favorite ensembles of yours was the um the sequence shorts. Oh, the Ashley, yeah, Ashley designed those. Those yeah, are so yeah. dope. And the sequence shorts, because I'm a real big sequence person. And you wouldn't expect like, the dude to you? wear those. Yeah, and yeah. I love a guy who's comfortable yeah. in sequence. I'm like, yo, he put the sequence. But see, right. I love sequence. And that's why but most I, guys will be like, I would never wear. I wear shit like that is because it's not supposed to be fly. Yeah. And most men wouldn't wear that. Yo, you really do push the limits, shorts. but I really, I could have really, yeah. from one creative to another, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. I really, that was like, nah, he killed that. And was, I'm, I'll repeat the outfit, so I got. That's, I'm, those, that's me. Those I shorts, I'm about to run them shorts back. Right. Like, I run I it back. Shorts, but yeah. I feel like when you're really dope, you can run anything yeah. back and it's going to feel different every time. Like I said, I could wear the same same thing five different times and really make it pop every single time. Right. I even did a, um, what do you call that? During the pandemic, I did like a, a Zoom masterclass where I was teaching people how to take their stuff and reinvent it. Yo, you could remake shit. Mm -hmm. If you you change the socks, the shirt, yeah, it's a new add outfit. a belt, take this off, yeah. put this on, do this, push this up, tie this up. Like I, that's my judge. That's right. like really, really my judge. Right, right. So, um, before we get to the quick game, what do you want your legacy to be? Yo, I love that question. So I'm glad you do. My, I want my legacy to be. I I don't necessarily want people to remember my name. I want people to somewhere down the line in history be like, yo, I just remember it was a dope motherfucker from Harlem <laughs> that did dope shit. No, and, we know, need it, to remember your name. I mean, you can remember it, but sometimes that that's that's. That's least important. I just want somebody to be like, the yo, impact. I just remember this family from Harlem, man. They had the fucking store. Mm -hmm. Then they had a liquor. Then they had water. And they did all of these great things. And they inspired this person. Tupac has a great quote about something like this. He said, said I don't want to change the world, but I want to spark the brain that of the changes, mind that yeah, changes, that the, changes world. the world. I want somebody, maybe let's say my legacy is to just do what I'm doing. And I think I'm doing dope shit. But if imagine if I influence a future president. Right. That's dope to me. So I want my legacy to be the idea of somebody doing some dope shit later in life. And that's what that's what history is, right? right? Like we emulate the black um the, the the Harlem Renaissance. Right. And we don't know those people's names. We just right. know that the Harlem Renaissance was It was dope. impactful. Right. And we and we want to, you know, try to exude their So energy. I just yeah. want somebody to remember me in fifty years. Uh, when they're giving a speech of something like yo that motherfucker inspired me that's so that's what i, I want, want my them legacy to say specifically that in the speech of that motherfucker yeah i want them to say that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like whether you know it or not just coming from from my again my lens you are already living your legacy right. by inspiring people like yep. when i saw you post a lick i'm like whoa Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I really feel like because your boots on the ground and you're reachable and people can engage with you and people have seen your, you know, your elevation, it makes it attainable. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because me and you came from the same place. So if you could do it, why can't I? Do you right. know what I mean? Yep. And so that I love that answer for your legacy. So now we're going to get into our games real quick. Um, 
the first one is rose and thorn so what has been your biggest rose and your biggest thorn as a black man as an entrepreneur as a creative um my biggest rose as a black man and an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or either or is being a black man and entrepreneur okay and what i mean by that is that people when you're from the hood and you have obtained some success and stay in the hood right. as a black man it's already beautiful so you know i get a lot of love for that the thorn somebody just posted something in um comments on one of my brand pages say and they said and this happens all the time why why aren't you guys bigger than what you are and what i say to uh-huh. that is who the fuck says i'm not big right like Again, of course the lens of course i want through. more success but that's ignorant. Like, B, we've been in this business for 30 years. I think we big as... You need to Google. Right. <laughs> so that the thorn is that just the perception that other people have of your brand. I can see that. I feel like the longevity is what makes y'all big. Yep. Because there's people that came and fell by the wayside yep. since y'all been down. Yep. And y'all are still here. That's why y'all big. Yep. If they, But people wouldn't really... That would go yep. over most people's yep. heads. So there's that, right? Um. So the next one is hit or miss. What is... The biggest misconception that you've heard about yourself <laughs> and the most accurate depiction of your character that you've heard about yourself. So hit or miss. So one hit and one miss. Uh, the miss is most people think I'm bougie and they don't realize that we're ratchet <laughs> as fuck. So it's funny. When I've pe- been to pizza and Hennessy. So yeah, all right. <laughs> it's funny. When, it's funny when people hear me, when people hear how I really talk and throw like I curse. Mm-hmm. It's how I really talk. It's mm-hmm. not like a, it's, it's, it's not like a, 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 a act. People are like y'all know y'all, y'all know y'all curse, especially if you come around the family. Like, yeah, do you know people? People come into like <laughs> I didn't know y'all drink. Like what? Like we fucking drink. What? We have a bar in our boutique. Like of yeah, course. we drink. The the biggest uh, what you said the the accurate yeah the most is accurate that I'm a fly motherfucker. Oh my <laughs> god! How knew you was gonna say that, <laughs> that one? That is the most accurate. I and knew I always you were gonna use that one. It, it's like it's like a meme. People be like y'all ain't clean up nothing unless somebody said I drink uh, Paul. Pull something. I'm like, I'm not cleaning up nothing unless some motherfucker say I can't dress. That's the only thing. Period. That's one thing. Like, (laughs) that's it. Okay, so that you fly and your misconceptions that you're bourgeois. He is not bougie, guys. Like, (laughs) I've been to peace in Hennessy. I've been to a couple of places. (laughs) And you're nothing bougie about it. But I love the fact that that is the image because, you know, you still represent black excellence. You're just yourself. So, top five is the next game. Who are the top five goats to you in this industry today? Like as far as fashion, yeah. Wow, uh, is design or fly shit? Like Every, in, either or. Who's the top? Man. Your top five goats right now today, currently, dead or alive? Top five dead uh, or alive. Is it in order? You don't have to be. Okay, top five. It would be um, Kanye, Nigo, who's Pharrell, man. Mm-hmm. Um, man, uh, Kanye, Nigo. Good questions, huh? Yeah, that is a good question. I never really <laughs> thought about that. Um, man, wow. Damn. <laughs> so a, we have two out of five. Yo, that's a good question because everybody is for different reasons. Right. But if you had to pick five off top. Man. I got tell stumped. Yo, that's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm, that's rare. I'm that's thinking a rarity. Of, I'm thinking about like just people for different reasons, man. So we got two out of five. Goats, Kanye. You want to come back to that? No, no, no. Kanye, Nico. Oh, Dead or Alive. Yeah. Oh, Kanye, Nico, um, Andre, okay. Carl. Yeah. Um, 
And believe it or not, and this is going to sound crazy, but it's really not as far as like influence on fashion and everything. Basquiat, man. I really enjoy Basquiat's style, and I don't think people realize. Till now, I how, think people are starting. How 360, and he may not be in my top five, but he's just on my brain right now. Right. Because his style has came back like that oversized blazer with mm -hmm. the gym. He was style, and it's nice to see guys, aside from the hairstyles that that's coming back right. of his, like... His, I could do without my boo, Sean Corey Carter, with that hairstyle, <laughs> but everybody else could do what they want. No, but the the, the fashion, um, yeah, his fat. if you, like, Google Basquiat, you'll be like, oh, okay, I, I get it. No, I know. Yeah, I had a friend like, that was really into him, so before this exhibit and all that style, came about... Yeah, yeah no, I his style familiar. was really influential no, to, in today's world. For so sure. So it, it's, it's interesting that he... he was, he's never did anything in fashion because it's weird, but he was always like fly. He was always ahead of his time. I agree. I could agree with that. I like your five. I like your picks. Um, okay, so now the, our last game is first time for everything. So I'm going to say a first, and you're going to tell me how old you were. Oh, okay. Not like nothing crazy. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, just a, little, it's a family show. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> not really, but really. Um, so the fir your first luxury item was, how old were you when you got your first luxury oh. item? First luxury item. How old um, I'm gonna play my, my sister and go laugh at this. It was a what coat was that? It was a fat farm coat. <laughs> I thought it was luxury. How old were you? Man, maybe 12, 13. Aww. I don't know. And but fat farm was the judge when we were in junior I high still school. got the one, yeah. I still got the coat. Two, it's still big on me. Yo, remember the remember the iridescent like silver gold no, bubble? This was a black joint I had <laughs> with the fur. For whatever reason, my sister bought me a three X coat. Aww. I don't know why. Big was in back then. But Over you gotta understand. <laughs> Not three X. I got a three X now. Right. <laughs> I still got the coat. Not but I love the coat. I remember we went to Garden State Mall. And my sister had a Jaguar at the time. Well, I forgot what car she, what car she had. I don't know. what. Maybe it's another car. I don't know why. But the somebody stole it out the trunk <gasps> at the mall. Whoa! And my sister had to rebuy me the same car. I was Whoa. devastated. That it may Did have you been. Buy a three X again. Yeah. <laughs> And I still wear like on ugly winter days. Yes. That's my like. Uh, yo, but those back in the day coats were made, made so much yo, better. Yo, that coat so warm. You could wear a t shirt under it. I never forget, I was 12. I had a silver, I don't know if it was a, was it a North Face? Whatever was there, like a bear, a North Face, whatever. And I wanted, I told my father, I had to have the silver one. I need to have the silver. He's like, silver. I said, silver. Oh, I want it metallic. I need it. Walked in school, like, right. uh, with right. the sunglasses. That was just who I was right, my whole right, entire right. life. But. I love, yeah, a, a nice bubble back then. You had to have it big. Right. First time you bought your own fit, your own fly fit. How old were you when you first like invested in your oh, own fly? Like, yeah. like, yeah. Um, maybe fifteen. I bought fucking these red iceberg pants. <laughs> iceberg. Man, I got not the red ones. Yo, I bought that shit. Red. I bought the red pants and the red shirt had iceberg, iceberg, iceberg on it. Yo, what was up with us with the whole with the jeans with yo, the like I had the parasucos with the name going down yo, the side. Nah, these with iceberg the pants. Shit. If I had these shits Hi. down, I would wear them shits, man. <laughs> I don't know what I did with them. That you shit was fifteen. Was Anything could have happened since then. I sold like a chicken head. I sold a lot of my Not shit. Not a chicken yeah. head. <laughs> you know, how, like you come, you get into a bad spot. You go, yo, yeah. I sold you for twenty dollars. I you probably sold get it. Out, get it out. I probably sold it on some crackhead shit. It was nothing, Not no fly like a shit. Crackhead. Right. Who? Okay, first time 
you got fly for a girl. How old were you? Like your motivation was a girl. I've always been. But when the first time you remember, like really dressing up for a girl? I'd never believe it or not. I've never dressed. You never was like going out with a girl, going on a date, and wanted her. No, I get get what you're saying, but my thing is whether she was there or not. That's a plus. But I've never. I can't. You never dressed with a woman in mind. You never went out the house, even on a date, and dressed with her in mind. No. She's, you ain't met the right girl then. Right? No, it ain't a matter of that. No, I think I'm so. I think that when you really no, I agree. You always gonna be fly because you're who you are. But I feel like if you meet the right girl, you really wanna. But I always like, it's an energy. Like, regardless of if she's there or not, she's a benefit to me being fly. But I've but never. But just with her in mind, no, never. No. I, I don't know about that. We gonna have no. to come back to that. Like I feel like you pump fake. Now, now there are there are women I've dated where I'm like, yo, I know she's gonna think this is fly, but I've yeah, never. That's I'm, I've never worn something like, oh, I know I'm doing this to impress her. No, I'm a- not necessarily to impress, but like with her in mind, because like you said, I know she's going to think this is fly. Like, like, I want to see her mean, like her in mind, like her favorite color or something. Or just her reaction to it. Like you said, like, I'm, I know. I'm fly. Like, I'm no, I don't have. Well, what if, what if, okay, what I'm, if, what if we was dating and you y'all... already know, and I'm like, and you think I'm, you, I'm going to give you a certain reaction and I don't. Then maybe that, the next time you, you the next time you take me out, you're gonna be like, nah, nah. I'm gonna step it up because she wasn't even. I was talking to my homegirl about this yesterday. I'm like, yo, I'm so fortunate that I've never been an embarrassment to anybody I dated <laughs> when it came to fashion. I've Ooh, n- never ever in a million years um felt maybe maybe I gotta ask them, like, yo, do I ever <laughs> But no, I've never worn something like, yo, I know she gonna like this. I've always done me and I just know that it's going to be fly. I feel the same But you know, you know, also what it is, what I realized is you said it too. Well, we was talking about it. There are things that if me and another guy went, it's going to look different on me. Yeah. So maybe that's what it, maybe my alpha wasn't fly, but because of who I am, she's like, nah, that's fly. So, you know, I'm, but I'm going to go back and ask some people out there. <laughs> Did I have to embarrass you? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't even have to be an embarrassment. Like, I could think you look cool, but if I don't give you the reaction that you thought that's I was going to give question. you, it might have you second guessing because I've been in situations like that where I know that's a good that question. guys care because they I'm told a- me like, yo, I thought you was going to be impressed by this and you weren't. And Like, Until I, now. I do go into, like, if I'm going on a dig deal, I got to wear some fly shit. But right. I never, like, y'all got to impress her because any I'm only dressing to impress. Right. Like, if I'm going to a funeral, I'm dressing to be fly. And I feel like I do. I dress for me. Right. I do what I do That's for me. Saying. And the, if you like it, it is a bonus. So I right. get where you're coming from. But I also haven't ever been in a situation where God was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? I always get the uh, I always right. get what I I'm want. So, I always so, get what needs so, to be gave. Right, so I'm gonna add some 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 woman updated. Yeah, that, you that. should. I would love to know. Get back to me on <laughs> okay, that. Okay. I would love to know. Um the first time you designed or curated a piece. What was your first piece oh, you designed? Oh man, wow. How old were you and what was it? Oh, oh man, Take that's a back. good question. Ah man, damn, damn, damn. Wow, that's a good question. Got your old man brain on. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like it's like like 
not saying this is what I want, like something I actually designed. Yo, I had a leather coat. Maybe this is not the first, but I'm remembering this. It was a black leather coat. Damn, I got a picture this somewhere. I'll get you a picture. It had fucking 3M. This before 3M was hot. Was hot. This was like when you put 3M on something, like, what the fuck are you doing? It had 3M piping along the sh the, sh the the seams of everything. So anywhere Whoa. where you see leather, it was a 3M rib or pipe. It was dope. Fire. I got to redo yeah. that coat. Wow. I would was love I? to see that. And I did it so baggy. It was so goofy. And I, I, what's but funny is I wore, I wore that jacket to in my high school best dress picture. <laughs> I'll send so you, you the picture. Yeah, so you have it then. I, I I got the picture. I probably was 17. So that was your first design was 17. I'm just remembering that. It probably was before that. Probably something bullshit. But that's the first thing I remember. And then I remember making that same coat for someone else. Wow. Yeah. So you was always been influencer even before influencers were a thing. Right. Period. And what's funny is, and I shout out to my homegirl, Chi. She's in the picture with me for best dress. And I, so that's what I always tell her. I'm like, yo, Chi. She is the first fashion influencer I know before it was a fashion influencer thing. Right. So now it's funny because she's a fashion influencer now. Oh, dope. Like literally this year she became, I'm like, but she always been, been that. that. Is yeah. that now she's really that. You know what's so crazy about it? I always feel like a lot of us have always been something that now is on trend. Like I feel like I've right. always been a lot of things that people are now. And that's right. why I'm not so engulfed or impressed yep. or trying to be, because I already know, like I'm, I stand so comfortable in, in who I am and right. my, my ability to be a creative so i was like ah, i've been doing that but it's cool that other people are catching on now right um so two more first the first time you knew you were meant to be in fashion that this was your thing um how old were you when you was like this is my that's this a hard is my that's judge. a hard answer because i've always been around it because of the right. 5001 flavors right but i like, knew in it is i would say honestly i would probably say 20 21 okay along those because i always thought it was just a part of my life i never really knew i wanted to be in it until i had no other option like i couldn't get a job I'm like fuck it i'm in fashion right. so around 21 21 21 22 okay. um yeah and first time they matched your fly like the first time he was like damn like uh, someone i was dating yeah um you know i was one, I was talking to this about someone, and we talked about it. I've never dated anybody who I felt didn't match my fly. I'm very fortunate. So when you was five, your first girlfriend matched up. No, as far as, <laughs> as far as I could think of, like first, like real girlfriend. Maybe not my first real girlfriend. Maybe when you felt, cause like like when I felt it. Yeah, I'm gonna you know tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Like, it's a thing. Oh, a fashion soulmate. Or have you not met just fashion soulmate yet? Oh, my God. That's such an incredible term. It's a Sinet Nicole soon-to-be yes. copywritten term. I don't know if I've... I thought I did recently find my fashion soulmate. Oh. And that puts things to me on a whole nother plateau. Fashion soulmate. Yeah, I wow. thought I did. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever met. I don't know. Maybe you haven't yet. But that's, I never heard that. That's dope because, you know, we talk about soulmate. Now there's a new term, se your, your sexual soulmate. Yeah. Fashion soulmate, soulmate could is be a different. real yeah. thing. Because your, your sexual soulmate could dress is, trash. Is fashion <laughs> soulmate someone you're in love with? Like it's a, a intimate relationship? Um, it, could it be friendship? I, I feel like it could be. It could be technically friendship, but I think that what puts it on a whole nother plateau is if I love. was in love with someone who aligned wow. with my spirit 
and fashion in, a, in, That's a, in addition such to a life. Good question. Let's um, manifest that for ourselves, shall we? Like we're looking God. It's, it's, universe we're looking for because it's fa interesting a soulmate it's interesting i've never dated anyone who i didn't feel didn't have fashion sense but no but, but on your soulmate? right on your plateau wow um that might make the illustrious uh bachelor cows get married that yo, might put I, it i never, that I might never put it, yo i'm not gonna even lie i never thought about that like have i met my fashion soulmate i'm i'm Dated and met incredible woman. Like, yo, her fashion sense is crazy. But maybe because we're not together, maybe that's not my fashion soulmate. So that's why I asked you, like, is it intimate? Because I've met yes, women I who I feel, like, feel like, wow, that's who that's like, that's the female version of me. No, and I feel like I've met a man that is the male version of me, but I don't want to be with him. Wow. But to come close to being already feeling uh, uh, um, attracted and emotionally connected to someone that on is, other levels I'm and then their fashion meets yours I'm gonna start their asking. fashion souls speak to each other because to me it's something about a man who could point out a detail about something I wore yo I'm gonna start thinking about it's that very rare ask some people that like yo have you met your fashion soulmate wow that's and beautiful. make sure you say my homegirls and then the clothes right, came right, up with that right, okay. like <laughs> okay like, I got you flowers. that's beautiful though fashion soulmate yeah. wow that's beautiful no I love that let's manifest that's yeah, that's point. spiritual man that's no it is right because it hit me when I said it I was that. like you know I, I want to say that to somebody at my wedding like yo you're my fashion <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> not at the wedding but no it should be like that that's like a, I feel wow, details dope. like I've had a conversation with somebody and I he was saying like he was talking about the inseam into his tuxedo if we got married Ooh. and I was like whoo like he that's a fashion you know, soulmate yo he almost was and I was like it, it touched me in a way it was like yo you guys be doing all of this stuff to get in your pants but that I was like Wow. Yeah, inseam, right? Like, <laughs> Not the inseam. Right. Caught me off guard. Is what caught at you. <laughs> right. Like, woo. I didn't let him know that, but I was like, right. oh, wow. wow. I never thought about that. Yeah, like, can And it's you funny be... because when it comes to dating, we should be dating for those details I... of the things that we like rather than someone. Yeah. Like, I'm a movie person. So right. when I meet a movie person, I'm like, wow, that's yeah. so impressive. To, to me, me, it's so much more than all the kerfuffle and Ooh, what like people think kerfuffle. you know what i mean like right. the things the superficial stuff you know what i'm saying right. it is important that you share common interests and like you said just not only just can we get fly together but can we have a conversation about andre leon because getting, getting fly together yeah. is different from being somebody being fashion yeah soulmate. it's different because yeah. you understand their level of creativity on a whole nother plateau right? right and then you can have like meaningful dialogue about how to creatively display right you know so i think that's super dope that was my last little game. First, right. time. I hope you liked my game. No, so my question. That fashion soulmate, man. <laughs> you gonna be? That was now you gonna call? Now I'm gonna be on. Now I'm gonna be on dates. Like, listen, are you? <laughs> my soulmate now I'm about to make a shirt for you that says that. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to make yeah. You a shirt. Okay, right. That was dope. Yes, I do have a shirt for you here for my first. Okay. Oh, but, thank you, thank you. And a little Sinead Nicole pen, and I'm gonna get you your Sinead Nicole uh, cocktail glass so you Please can drink your H H. Yes. Coke. Out of it, that cocktail was hella good. I don't know what you call it, but thank you. I call it a seven tea. Is uh, uh <laughs> is is homemade um sweet tea and gin and a splash of of pineapple. Yeah. So can you tell us where we can find Kel's Mania and what's going on with Kel's? Um, on Kel'smania.com, and that's <laughs> something that I encourage everyone to do. Don't do Linktree because you can't tell that to someone walking in passing. You can That's buy, yeah. You can buy your domain name for twenty dollars. You can go to a site like Camp 
uh, campfire.bio. Mm -hmm. Put your custom domain name. So it could be thisisme.com right, rather right. than Linktree backslash 23333. You're like, right. And somebody encouraged me to do Linktree and I did Linktree. I already have SynetNicole.com. I should have just left it at right. that. Right. So what I did was I have kelsmany.com. When you go to kelsmany.com, you can see everything I'm doing. And it's basically a Linktree. Oh, okay. Yeah. I until, love that. Until I formal, I do want to have a formal website where it's more like interactive. But yeah. until then, I, my link tree is kelsmania.com. So you go everything. there to find my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter. Yep. I love that. I really, really love that. Um, I'm so excited. I really appreciate you for being my first. Yes, 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 yes. In my uh, home. That was dope. In your home. Thank now, you for inviting you like, me into like, your humble You like set the standard. Now people do podcasts for me. They got to come to my home. Period. And to my, 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 my collection. Well, you know, Sonia Nicole is a trendsetter. Right, right. Follow the trend Because I never even thought about that myself. Like, yo, just do the fucking podcast yeah. at my house. Yeah, right? I yeah. do like to have people in their most comfortable element so that you can answer the questions properly. Right, so right, I felt right. like this was a really, really great first episode. Mm -hmm. um, you can catch us on 92.6 The Spot So check that out Download that on your Android, your Apple, whatever But I appreciate you Kels bro yes. Like this was awesome sauce um, yes. I want to do a part 2 with you Once I okay. get more and I get And hopefully shows. by then I've found my fashion soulmate yes, Or maybe, or maybe I will have identified My fashion yes, soulmate yes. Like, I gotta think that's so dope maybe I probably met my fashion soulmate you probably met them in passing but you haven't like been intertwined with them in an intimate way in order to identify okay. them okay. right like maybe okay. I don't know I mean it, it's possible you've met a lot of people so it's possible right. or maybe God wants you to continue to align right. yourself with or if someone is or listening or maybe God wants you to stop being a playboy you know <laughs> you out here I'm not a moving and grooving Damn. So, I'm sorry to put you out there <laughs> right, like that. Right, like, I didn't know I was moving and grooving. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But you, I guess I'm moving and grooving. I mean, okay, you told me one time, I'll never forget, on a stoop, you don't believe in marriage. So... No, that's, pro I, I, that's not probably <laughs> what I said. No, for you. You said you love it. You champion it. I see you champion I, I don't it know, all the time. I don't know if that's... The reason why I don't know if that's what I said is because I honestly thought I would be married already. That's the reason why I have a house. I thought right. I would be married. So uh, I, I probably didn't say it that way. You I, said you believe in it for others, but you don't feel like it's for you. And I said, why? And I, I remember this because maybe being a smart ass. Yeah, I probably was being but a smart But you was ass. like, yeah, but I'd, I'd, do rather, believe in marriage. I'd rather plant. You said something crazy. Like, I'd rather plant my own food. You know what I mean? I said, Kels, as loving as, as, loving as you are, as, yeah, as, as much I'm, as you can be in other people's relationships, I said, you I'm don't probably just being an asshole. because Or maybe you was going through something. I don't know. But you, I was like. Yeah, that's weird. Because I do believe in marriage. Loving and you are you always I watch you champion. I thought other I would people. be married by now, so maybe maybe I was smoked that day or panic. I don't know. Yeah, you was like really like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd rather. I'm sorry, I was like, I'm sorry that you held on to that because that's not true. No, not held on to it, but it's but, but if I, you remembered it, you held yeah, on because I thought about I, it because I I think it goes into what we say, like how we view people through right. a lens and, and how the reason, much the reason love why you I know it was I'm bullshit because like, I have a perfect memory, so the fact that I don't remember that probably it was bull. I probably was. Being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think that you're the type of person that likes to throw people off. <laughs> right. Oh, you, absolutely. You enjoy that. So yeah. I think that I was like, I was thrown off. I was like, you like the shock value of it all. So I was <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm a shock jock. Right. You are shocked that because I was like, as loving as your ass is, you can't be serious. Right, right, right. But yeah, when you find your fashion soulmate, then you know. Okay. Then you're going to get married. I'm going a, a, I'm to a manifest that for you. Okay. You're going to get married when you find your fashion soulmate, and then just make sure you let me know. So. Okay. You know, I, you heard it here first. <laughs> I put it in the atmosphere for Kels that he gonna stop moving and grooving out here. Okay, okay. No why, no more. You know, right. no more wild. 
I'm not wild, though, but I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> when you find your fashion soulmate, she gonna make you sit down a little bit. Right, right. Okay. Sit down and be fly. That's it. Okay. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. So much. That is incredible. And, um, this is my first Sinet Nicole approved, and Kel's Barnett is Sinet Nicole approved. Oh, nice. Thank you. You got the stamp, and you won't get the cup in the mail. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury and the soft girl society, the style psychologist herself, Sinet Nicole. And I just want to thank you and tell you I love you for free, for real, and the long way for tapping in, tuning in, and turning on Sinet Nicole Approved, the podcast, each and every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern on 92.6 The Spot Radio. And for those of you who missed the live drops, no worries. I got you covered with the replays. I am now on all streaming platforms. Just type in Sinet Nicole Approved, number one being on Spotify and get into all these bomb episodes because I would hate for you to get left behind.